0: fierce fan media on a boat you're gonna be on a boat in two days we're we are going (laughs) with which is gonna be very interesting with my dad and rose to all of the virgin islands for 10 days yeah
1: hey they won't be virgin islands when you're done with them
0: hey yeah bunch of 12 year old boys Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary
1: lesbian. I'm Stacey, the political princess. I'm Julie. Oh man, <laughs> the not so lipstick lesbian. Woo!
0: All right, I'm gonna <laughs> let me get my mute button ready for drunk Julie. <laughs> you know what? I'm what? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was very Aaron of you. <laughs> You know what long pause <laughs> buffering the way aaron does okay uh aaron is not with us tonight because it is her wife's birthday uh so they're out doing birthday stuff and stacy had i forget what Beautiful. stacy said she had to do but something with one of her daughters so it is the three of us and we've got some fun stuff to talk about but i don't know fun i guess it's your interpretation of fun
1: yeah
0: we have a lot of shit to talk about um before we jump into the golden globes i did want to just mention one little like funny thing that the republicans just did and so they're constantly claim you know complaining about spending yada yada yada, and how um i'm trying to pull up the article sorry um And they're like threatening to shut the government down because the spending freezes and stuff, yada, yada. But they just went out and spent $40,000 on identification pins for their house members when they're not even due to get them till next year. So I just thought that was Uh, like, you can't have it both ways. It's like complaining about your credit card debt while you put a vacation on your credit card. like what right. are you talking about right now I'm so poor I'm so poor I'm so poor
1: Vacay. <laughs> Yeah,
0: one thousand dollars on lapel pins first of all a lot of pins what well I mean so there's what 543 House seats and there's like 219 House Republicans. So how much is that that they're spending on pins? They, like gold plated. $40,000 divided into 219. That's $183 a pin.
1: That's insane. A hunt on lapel pins. They diamond pin. encrusted. I'll tell you what, you can get those. Here, I'll show you a picture of them. If they were looking probably from 4 imprint.
0: I'll show you a picture of here are the pins that they spent $40,000 on. No. Yep. Are you kidding me?
1: No. Nope. Look, you can go to Four Imprint. For how much? <laughs> 40 grand, $185 God. a pin. Look, so I- you're 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 buying a condo for a pin. <laughs> I can get you some nice-looking pins. With the case and everything for like twenty five each. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. the, the thing is, listen, frivolous spending in Washington is insane. And it's not, it, I'm not just accusing the Republicans of it. Like it's something that goes on there. But it's just funny to me because they're constantly saying how the Democrats blow money on stupid things. Bitch, you right. just spent like an entire... Fucking college education's worth on pins, right? I just the hypocrisy is is really frustrating for me. Okay, yeah. let's get into the Golden Globes. Oof, I don't so, understand what Joe they Coy. spent the money on, though. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they were whittled by small trolls under a bridge somewhere in fucking Appalachia. I don't. I don't know <laughs> how Princeton, holy water. Yeah, I don't know why they were so much, but. Those pins better fucking do your taxes or something for hundred and eighty-five right. bucks a pop. That's insane.
1: Cook you dinner and get you off and do your. Even if your shipping was fucking fifty bucks. Right, for- if that it was probably free shipping over three hundred and ninety-nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, thirty-nine thousand dollars. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, all right, um, You
0: start about uh, Joe Coy.
1: Yeah, we might as well start. That. Here's the thing, right? I think Joe Coy is is decently funny right I don't don't think he told a single joke that was funny in that whole award show and besides the like we'll get to the Barbie movie joke and the Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift joke and stuff he threw the writers under the bus which is such a bad look like see I think Joe Coy
0: I think he's (laughs) relied heavily on like really shitty like racist impersonations of people. And listen, I get it. It's comedy. That's some people's cup of tea. And crowd work. Much yeah, like- and crowd work.
1: Yeah. But like Matt Reif. Yeah, much like Matt Reif. He re- he relies really heavily on crowd work. And that's not what this is. And he had every excuse under the sun. He only had 10, you know, he just got hired 10 days ago. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I wrote some jokes. My writers wrote some jokes, but I wrote the ones you're laughing at.
0: yeah. He's just like, a real piece
1: of shit. Yeah, I just didn't. Who, who, who are we talking about? Like,
0: so for those who aren't as chronically online as uh, apparently some of us are, Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes last weekend, and oh, the told... Taylor Swift shitty joke. Not just Taylor Swift. He told shitty jokes about. Bart. I
1: honestly didn't was think was the really Taylor success. Swift joke was as bad as no, everything. I don't think so
0: everybody I, and everybody that that I looked at was like so that you don't just completely dog on on taylor swift he had previ- previous to that told a lot of shitty jokes mm-hmm.
1: yeah so it, it wasn't was, just her, it but jo- I, well, I yeah, her okay. fucking reaction to it oh, asked, her face was so funny but here's the thing i didn't even think that and the- you're canceled the content. <laughs> the joke I think was the problem right the joke itself I didn't think was inappropriate or anything like that he said the difference between the NFL and the golden Taylor Cop- Swift's used
0: to it right like it, is how I looked at it I was like yeah. she's the NFL has been talking shit about them going to her for months
1: well, right, here's here's let's she
0: finish her thought
1: she okay, already sorry, she already addressed it in her person of the year interview where she talked about like I know they show me all the time. I have no idea when I'm being filmed. They're like a mile away. I don't know when they're... So the fact that she had already addressed it made it just like, it was just a bad, lazy joke, right? Like they could have... And nothing. And it was all in reference to her... (coughs) Excuse me. I'm choking on nothing. Hold on.
0: I kind of thought it more dug at her as... uh... Not so much the NFL, but I thought it dug at hers. Like, hey, we're we're gonna be we they, they show the camera more on her as the NFL as she does as being worth of. Uh,
1: well, it's an, also, an award for music. Well, is kind of how so I like, thought he meant the dig. It's so referential to her relationship, though, and what she was there for was for the Heiress Tour film being nominated in a category in its first year. Yeah. Like, there were just so many other things. The Barbie joke, it was,
0: was- a bad joke
1: <laughs> like, <it was laughs> like- funny, and he stepped all over the punchline too. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to swing big like that, maybe, maybe don't stumble over the line, but I thought the Barbie joke was way worse.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't think Taylor Swiss was just like, whatever. I didn't find it offensive in the slightest. Like the Barbie joke though, was it's, Tell me you missed the point without telling me you missed the point of the Barbie movie. Like you walked right into it. What I've appreciated though, is if that joke had been told 30 years ago, everyone would have laughed. Wouldn't have been. Instead he bombed and everyone just stared at him. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are are we really having this conversation in the year of the Barbie movie? Like, it's just the, the, you can see how far um, feminism and the power of women has come in such a short period of time. By the way, the crowd responded to that joke, and not just Ryan Gosling, um, right? Harrison Ford, uh, Robert De Niro, they all everybody. Looked up, it was all.
1: like the air was sucked out. Right. I just don't get too in the year of the Barbie movie and the Eras Tour and the Renaissance Tour. Why did we not have a female host? I don't know. How tone deaf is that? you know,
0: that's a great question. Where was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler when he needed them, you know, or Chelsea Handler, or, you know, right. literally, um, Taylor Tomlinson, who just got her own late night show. She's hilarious.
1: Notaro fortune theme star. like literally, yeah. literally anybody. Mm-hmm. Mark.
0: So I thought it was, uh, I didn't watch the Golden Globes full disclosure. It wasn't that's just not my award shows aren't my jam. I figured I would catch up to it all on TikTok and TikTok of course did not disappoint with just the absolute fucking roasting of this guy. But I mean, well deserved. What I I agree with you those days, I did think what was the worst even beyond all the just tasteless sexist jokes that are, are just so fucking common. It is lazy comedy like it's just lazy comedy. And
1: the thing It's just lazy and not but good.
0: But throwing your writers under the bus
1: is disgusting. Yeah, and he did. He did apologize for that part. He's sticking by his jokes. supposed to look as a comedian. I get you're gonna stick by your joke and and whatever. They just again, I didn't. I think there have been worse jokes made about Taylor Swift. I just mm-hmm. thought the whole thing was so tone deaf. Yep. But also worse than that because i typically love golden globes because everybody's drinking and Mm -hmm. like you know it just wasn't funny and i found that offensive yeah that it just it just wasn't funny um sort of awards wise um since oppenheimer won sort of the big the big prize it was nice to see that because what taylor swift was nominated for was a new category which is the cinematic and box office achievement Mm -hmm. so that's sort of like your best picture winner but of the movies that broke a certain dollar amount in the box office so you get slightly obviously different movies than you would um normally because which i think is really interesting because the best picture um oh they were in different categories never mind so um best picture for musical or comedy which barbie was in went to um four things which i haven't watched yet that's the emma stone movie but it's on my list of things to watch like this weekend um i don't know if you've seen anything about that but it looks really really good and also really like kind of Mm frankenstein-ish and weird so so it was fun that that won but so in that category would have been Poor Things, Air, which was the um, Michael Jordan mm-hmm. like biopic movie, um, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, and May, December. And then in your drama category, you had Oppenheimer, Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, and Zone of Interest. So those are sort of between your dramas and your musical and comedies. Those were your nominees. But this other category for cinematic achievement, I think is really interesting because that was Barbie, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, John Wick, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, The Eras Tour, and Super Mario Brothers. So I think it's cool because you get to see these things that wouldn't necessarily be like critical. Right. Critically acclaimed you know. films. Yeah. 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 So that was, so that was really cool to see that, you know, for a first time and gives an opportunity for someone like Taylor Swift who has a concert, you know, film that's out, that's obviously breaking all these records to be eligible for Mm -hmm. something in that category, which I, I think was, I think was really cool. Um, I also was just like, so, so, so happy. Well, Emma Stone won, which I think is great. Um, And I thought the cute part about that was Jennifer Lawrence was nominated in that same category and was looked so genuinely. Well, first of all, she is hilarious because in her red carpet interview, she said, if I don't win, I'm leaving. Yeah. And she mouthed that to the camera when they like her, which I thought was funny, but she was so genuinely happy for her friend to win. Yeah, she was like i just i absolutely love that um like that kind of support i just what like. i
0: also like seeing was um more specifically and again i i did not think that the taylor swift joke was offensive in any way i thought it was just
1: a shitty Bad. joke but
0: what i didn't like seeing was all these people being like oh my god she's totally overreacting the bitch didn't say
1: anything she just sipped she, her water She didn't you know what she didn't do <laughs> laugh do you want to know why because it wasn't funny Mm -hmm. it just wasn't funny
0: yeah it's just lazy comedy
1: I don't think she was offended it just didn't it didn't warrant a laugh Mm -hmm. because it wasn't comedy it just wasn't funny so stupid um but His, his
0: his joke was like an ill taste like it wasn't it's it's been said yes nfl taylor swift like okay yeah we all know like, like
1: you could have made a joke at Ticketmaster, yeah uh, yeah you know, how people are still in line for heirs tour tickets while they're watching the movie yeah 100 the so many more things could have been done and they just weren't
0: um, i've seen people come up with way
1: better shit that kind of poke fun at it and like I a way, way that would have actually probably made her laugh Here's the thing I did love for the um, best original song. It wasn't funny. It was so like <laughs> for best original song. I really love the Barbie movie soundtrack. Like I think it's got so many good songs on it. So it was fun that that had three songs mm-hmm. that were nominated. But I was so so happy for Billie Eilish and Phineas to win for what was I made for because that song is just so good. Mm-hmm. Just so good there's a TikTok where she did an interview and she's talking about writing that song and the choice to sing it in that really high breathy, like breathy falsetto voice, which is so much harder than just singing it regularly. And, but she wanted it to sound like, you know, she'd just been crying or like, I just think that song is, is beautiful. I think it fits into that movie so well. I think that when she was on Saturday night live and she sang that song live and they had the video playing in the background of the cast members, like, Oh, uh, I just love it. It makes me want to go watch Barbie again right now.
0: I actually really underestimated just like I don't typically love movies like that. And I actually really underestimated the Barbie movie. And when I actually sat down and watched it, it was <laughs> it was a fantastic movie. It was super good.
1: It's yeah. so funny. It's so yes. It's so deep. Yeah. It was
0: she did amazing they 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 did a great job at touching on all of the things that they should have touched on like i do have to say though i think i love margot robbie listen she's on my yeah. list okay love <laughs> love margot i think she's insanely talented besides being beautiful i think she can yeah, play absolutely. anything so i'm not just talking about her looks like she's an incredible actress but I think America Ferrera. America Ferreira is so good in that movie. So I think she's so underrated in that movie. Because yeah. Margot Robbie, obviously, she plays Barbie. She gets a lot of the hype for it. But America Ferrera, like, when you realize that all of her good memories were tied to playing with her daughter, and that's why Barbie thought she belonged to her. Yeah. Like the movie's just, it's 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 fantastic for as funny as it was and as well cast as it was. And when I heard the movie Barbie was coming out, I was like, oh God, what is this gonna be? I thought I... it would just be like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of thing where it's just like Barbie in her dream house with Ken, like, yeah. or Super Mario Brothers or like anything in that vein of I... like just reenacting this. So I, I think I think Barbie, what made it such a hit was, it was so unexpected from what I think people were anticipating when they heard they were making a
1: Barbie movie because it had something to say. When I mm-hmm. I had the same reaction, but when I saw it was Greta Gerwig, uh-huh. I was like, "Huh, that'll be that'll be really interesting." And I just love that, like the casting in that movie. Besides, obviously, like Barbie and Ken, and and the, that sort of thing. You guys watched. Um, uh, sex education. Yeah. I love sex. So education. many people from sex education in yeah. there, which I thought was super awesome. Um, Kate McKinnon. emerald fennel is in it, which yeah. I am such a huge, uh, call the midwife fan, which she was on, but she wrote, um, and directed promising young woman, which if you guys haven't seen that movie is like fucking phenomenal. I think you both would really, really like it. Um, but like Issa Ray and like there's just so many people in that movie that you're like, holy shit. Emerald Fennel just wrote um and directed Saltburn. If you guys haven't seen that, that's a real wild ride. That's a that's a really it's something. But I just I don't know. I thought that movie was perfect from start to finish. Yeah. I just love it. I love it so much.
0: So I think I thought we had, like, a moment in 2023 where we were just going to, like, stop letting fucking mediocre men do things, and it was a letdown at the Golden Globes. I agree with you, Stacey. They could have found any one of a hundred very, very funny women to host it, especially when you have so many... It would have been such a good nod to Barbie. It would have, like, it just... Hi. it it was a missed opportunity
1: so funny you could have had golden globes host barbie yeah out there like there could have been a little bit Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that would have been great stupid um okay the other thing we were going to talk about was trump stomping out of his court hearing like a giant baby
1: look does it surprise anybody that his whole reason i mean his whole like the catalyst for him throwing this little temper tantrum was that he didn't want to follow any of the rules. The judge set forth. No surprises. No one.
0: And I also think it's just so funny that their entire defense is like, how are Eric and, and Dom jr. Supposed to know that there was fraud going on.
1: Right. Are they supposed to know the (laughs) amount of money that they say they have (laughs) matches the amount (laughs) of money they have?
0: Yeah, they were like, oh, it's been a really confusing time with, you know, the the can- the uh, campaign and then the businesses and there was just no way we could keep track. And it's like,
1: but that's like your whole job. That's literally the point is keeping those separate. Yeah, it, it's but just- He didn't want to get up there and not talk about his fucking campaign.
0: Well, the thing is you can't have it both ways. You can't constantly tell everybody that you're the smartest person in every room and deserve to run- One of the world's largest superpowers with a military fighting force, the largest that the planet has ever seen in in existence, one of the largest GDPs in the world. You can't say that you're capable of doing all of that and that it's impossible for you to be able to tell the difference between fraud and actual cash flow. Like right. both things can't be true, so you need to pick. You
1: need to pick one and and, and stick with it because you can only defraud the American people in one lane. <laughs> you have to pick one. You cannot do both.
0: I just I find that kind of like his rhetoric and his excuses so insulting. For yeah. number one, the the most average of Americans, even if I was a Trump supporter. Yeah, I would read that and be like, what? Like, I find that be, so hard to defend. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be some type of business genius, but you're telling me you can't even articulately estimate or accurately estimate yeah. how much your business is is worth. Like that, that's what you're laying this whole thing on. Was that right. Oh, my little, my brain couldn't quite grasp the numbers and get to the right, But yeah, like, Getting so that day—I
1: don't know. Like, what are we literally? What are we doing? We're not doing anything. <laughs> That's true. But it's—I just, I just meant like humans.
0: Yeah, he just—he plays both sides so often, and it's so fucking painful to watch. And what's even worse is now he's putting all of his supporters in a position where they're. This is what we're going to have to hear now. Oh, yeah. it was an honest mistake. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it an honest mistake? It so it was. Honest- Benghazi yeah. was an honest mistake too. Like yeah. you could, you could chalk things up to being honest mistakes all over the place. Like,
1: yeah. I, yeah, they didn't feel so compassionate for mistakes when Hillary Clinton was sending emails from her,
0: from her right. private
1: server, which no one else was on was just as secure as everybody else's. And all of her questions had to do with like, what channel is scandal on? Right.
0: And should we order pizza for the, the step? Like it, the cognitive dissonance that is required yeah. to make him make sense is fucking painful to watch. As someone who is not in the cult reading this from the outside, yeah. when Julie told us to read this article, I was like, I can't believe people are going to fall for this. And they are. Yeah, they will. They're yeah. They're going to fall for a Hook, Line, and Singer. He's up 30 points in Iowa right now. 30
1: fucking points. I know. It's 30 points state. All right. Talk about someone who can step in shit and smell like roses.
0: I don't know what that people honestly think this is just me and you on here now, since I don't know where Julie went. (laughs) Do you, do you think he has a chance to win in
1: 2024? I do. Yeah, me too. As much as that like pains me to say, I think he does because people, because his supporters are so willing to just die on that hill and believe absolutely anything he says. Do you think Biden should step down from running? I do. I do too. Or are you going to him, though? Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Me too>. 100%. <laughs> I don't think he's too old. I, I, I think th- he's doing a good job. I think he's doing a good job too I and think he has this year plus four more years of good job left in him. I don't know if he has that many more years of job or in general. Yeah, I, I think
0: I, I think he's going. I think his ego is getting in the way of our well-being as a country, and like, you know, I get so why he ran. Well, maybe
1: ego in the sense that, like, I think he thinks maybe he's the only person who can. Yeah, I think he thinks have. that. Yeah, which. I would love Gavin Newsom to run.
0: It just, it it bothers me a lot when you've lost the support of young people mm-hmm. and whether or not we're not getting into the, the debate now, whether or not it's warranted because of, I, you know, what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Okay. And yeah. that's neither here nor there. When it comes to this specific conversation, you have lost the support of the young Democrats. Yep. And that alone, even if they won't vote for Trump, if they stay home, you're fucked. And in turn, if you're fucked, that means we're fucked. Yeah. And it just bothers me so much that he won't just say, you know what, it's time to turn it over to the ne- next generation. Right.
1: I came in here and did what I needed to do. And I I got him out of office.
0: And now I'm going to now I'm going to hand it over. But now yeah. there's no time left. And I think it's going to end up being a coin toss. And what, what upsets me more is even if he wins, it's going to be because a lot of people held their noses and voted for him. Yeah. I think the only person he could win against is Donald Trump. Let me put it that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I agree. Nikki Haley, he would lose. Yeah. Uh, Let me just tell you, if our first woman president is a Republican. It's going to be. I'm going to be so sad. That is the only way you are going to get, I know, Republican men to
0: vote for a yeah. woman. Not just Republican men, a lot of independent men too.
1: Just should have been Hillary.
0: But it's not, and that's not available to us anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Nikki Haley, I was <laughs> telling Lex this the other day, could be worse. I agree with I agree with nothing that yeah. she stands for, but I also wouldn't worry about us being in nuclear fucking war within the first year of her presidency if she won.
1: Yeah,
0: could be worse. I wouldn't vote for her.
1: Oh. No. but I'm not terrified of the prospect. I of wouldn't be having to stock up my go bag <laughs> during her inauguration. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I don't understand what.
0: His supporters think he's going to accomplish. Like, even if Trump wins, all he's talking about is retribution and, and right. right. There's
1: this whole campaign platform that doesn't yeah. have
0: anything to do with himself. He's gonna make America great again. Again, and, again, again, and throw everyone in jail that was against him because of the witch hunt. Yes. I don't know. I I just don't, although I did hear an interesting opinion. Um, I forget what podcast I was listening to. I think it was Pod Save America, but oh. they were interviewing a pollster from Iowa and they were saying that the actual anomaly in it is since Trump is essentially uh, incumbent president, he should actually be scoring higher than oh. what he is. Like 30 I points would to be the great. Republicans, he's an incumbent.
1: Well, to the Republicans, yeah. So he should yeah. actually
0: 30 points... It, he should be at 60. He shouldn't 60. really have
1: challengers. Right. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: So they don't know what that means because there's no historical point of reference for yeah. it. This, this hasn't happened in modern day history since we've started tracking this kind of thing. So right. even though he's up 30 points, they're all comparing it to previous, you know, primary events. But okay. as but the he's yeah. why isn't he actually in the 70s or 80s? He should be the
1: default head of their party. Right. And he's not.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So I don't know what that means.
1: No one knows what it means. Right. I mean, he's real uncharted territory. Look at him breaking new ground, just like Copernicus.
0: Well, I do have a feeling though, Trump, as usual, is going to get in his own way. And you can see it even in this this hearing we're talking about. He can't not talk about how he feels that he was wronged. And I think when it comes down to just being him and Biden, if he can't talk about anything but that, how is he going to actually win? Because Americans have short memories, right? Like because he's been off Twitter, because he's been off all of the mainstream social media accounts, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have forgotten how fucking just awful he is. Mm-hmm. And once it's just back down to him and Biden, they're going to be reminded. And because he can't let the 2020 election go, it, how is that going to bode for him when Biden's top, talking about policy decisions and budgets and, you know, military spending? and he's complaining and, about shit that happened four years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think you may end up with the same conundrum that the Democrats are in where a lot of people just won't vote.
1: Yeah. I think we'll end up with crazy it's low, low turnout. turnout. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Which is unfortunate. Yeah.
0: And again, like, and, and now we have this JFK Jr. wild card in there. Mm-hmm. Which is very stressful Yeah, very frightening. And who knows what Manchin is going to do. Yep. I don't know. I can't believe 2024 is already here. And we, I, rem- I remember on election night, Well, when we were all waiting for Arizona, but once it was finally decided, I remember thinking, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about this for like four more years. And now it's just like a blink of an eye. And here we are again. And yeah, like you really thought you could just relax for a little while. Well, and here's my other question too. What I want to ask his diehard supporters, if he wins this time, was this election not rigged? The last one was, this one wasn't. Right.
1: Like, <laughs> well that's the thing. It's only rigged if he doesn't win.
0: Right. He was saying when he lost, he lost the Iowa caucuses to uh Ted Cruz back in 2020. And he was saying then that the caucuses were rigged, even though people have to physically
1: <laughs> stand
0: <laughs> as their vote, they have to be present to vote. Bo- like...
1: Robots. They were real. AI.
0: This man just, my blood pressure is already going up thinking about us having to do this for another fucking year. Yeah. I, I don't know. want
1: to. I don't either. No thanks, Tom Hanks.
0: So I guess, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I mean, Nikki Haley's make, making a big push for New Hampshire. She's not yeah. really paying a ton of attention to Iowa. But the problem is you have Ron DeSantis at like 20% and you have Trump at like 50. Yeah. But most of DeSantis's supporters, their second choice is Trump. So Nikki Haley is relying on never Trumpers. Yes. Opposition support. And mm-hmm. I don't think that carries you through a primary. Think I think if she I- could get to the general election.
1: Then I think she'd have a chance. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to make it. I don't yeah.
0: know. I don't know. Then you got the Vivek Ramaswamy. He's just a. Oh, oh that
1: he year. is batshit crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting year. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, what happens if Joe Biden drops dead in the middle of the campaign? God.
1: What about like a Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom ticket? I'd vote for that. Californian politicians never win nationwide. I know, but he's popular. In California, he's been doing the he's been doing the circuits. Yeah, you know what? That debate
0: between Ron DeSantis and and Gavin Newsom, he although it was fun to watch him just punk Ron oh DeSantis God. through the whole I thing, that. I I felt like a lot of it was a real missed opportunity to talk about why democratic policies and positions are so much more beneficial. Like mm-hmm. he just kept taking shots at
1: Desantis, and like, I think he did a good job of, he did a good job, but he's so much smarter than all that. Oh yeah. But he got invited there on their turf and you're going to go in there yeah. and have a little bit of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got nothing to lose in that, right? Oh, like, he's
1: not running for anything. So you're right. in a real different position. Yeah. But, and uh, on that network, He's not changing anyone's minds. No, like for that viewership, I think you just go in there and you take your you take your shots because because they were dumb enough to invite you. Yeah, I guess.
0: I don't know. This this whole thing gives me. Uh, if Trump wins, I I honestly don't see how America makes it out of this. No, we'll have another insurrection. There'll be some other kind of big thing. You have a a president who constitutionally has no options to rerun, even though I don't, I think we're going to have to force him out of office, but so he has nothing to lose. He's not like, he just, he has unchecked power. It's like giving a three-year-old fucking cocaine and a car and like unlimited access to buttons and, yeah, Food and like all your all the world's money.
1: Yeah.
0: And being like, I'm gonna be back in four years.
1: Don't touch it.
0: (laughs) It's gonna be a shit show. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week?
1: Oh well now just like an impending sense of doom. Uh so things for that. That's what we're here for. Um, I'm really obsessed with, um, I'm gonna hopefully at some point this weekend go see Mean Girls. Very curious to go see it. I love the musical. I love the original movie. I'm really c- curious about why they chose to advertise this movie not using any of the music from the movie. So I think it's like it doesn't really come across very blatantly that it's a musical. It's a musical. It's not a remake of the movie. It's the musical. Um, And the one song I've heard so far sounds really different. It doesn't sound musical Mm -hmm. theater-y. It sounds like it's trying to be a little bit more pop. So I think that'll be an interesting take on, which I think probably works for that movie. Um, I love Renee Rapp. I love Tina Fey. I'm just, I'm excited to go see that. I don't know what I'm going, but. You're going to go. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Um, What am I obsessed with this week? Let's see. Um I guess just like my uh my wife and son came home from their trip. So uh and then Lincoln went right back to school and he started a new after school daycare, which um I I was pretty I wouldn't say nervous, like I'm not nervous about it. It's not I, yeah. I was concerned about how he would he's not yeah, great I just, at change. Like most five year olds, like most people, right? Like I, I, really do think that learning to be good at change is is an acquired skill that takes practice and thoughtfulness and you know intention. And I don't think that's something that you know is an overabundance in five year old minds. So right. I was I was nervous for him, but I'll tell you what, he started and he loves it, and he's got lots of friends in there, and he's telling us how much more fun he's having. And I think a lot of it is because he gets to play on the big kid playground
1: and like yeah. it, he failed, he just feels older and more like, well, it's not where he went to preschool. So it's just different. Yeah. And thankfully he went
0: midway through the school year, which means he already knew a bunch of the kids in that program. So he wasn't like starting kindergarten and making brand new friends. Like these are already yeah. kids he's been with for half a year. So the timing was yeah. ideal. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Like I thought it was going to be much more painful than it turned out to be. And he actually said, um, I know people are going to think I'm making this up, but he, he actually said that I learned a lesson. New things aren't always bad.
1: (laughs) That's what he said. So
0: (laughs) So insightful. And uh, the other thing I'm obsessed with is, uh, you know, 49ers, are going to be in the NFC Division Championship Game or Conference we had a Championship Game? Get a nice little game.
1: rest, rest this weekend from having to stress out about it. Exactly. I, I will say
0: it was painful to watch them fucking play last weekend and just.
1: are going to lose. They it was important.
0: Early. No, it was important to get the secondary totally. team, like the, totally. the get them in string. there, get them,
1: totally. get them playing. Yeah,
0: but I, I think we
1: overwhelmingly have the best team in the NFL yeah. right now, and the it's fact that we lost. lost we could go into it knowing we're going to lose this game and that's totally okay because we're already like the number one seed. There's no, there, there's nothing that could put us in a better position. That's I okay. was glad to see them not just
0: bench Purdy and like McCaffrey and stuff, but they were not dressed. Like they, there was yes, no they way they were going not there. playing. Right. Yeah. So um, Super Bowl's looking, Super Bowl prospects are looking good for us this year. And uh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to say. Um, a lot of the country is getting hit with a pretty wicked storm, uh, this coming weekend. So if you are in that part of the country, we are not, we are getting rain for a few hours tomorrow and that's the extent of our winter storm, but we will will rebuild, (laughs) but there's tornadoes and freezing temperatures and blizzards and some super dangerous conditions. So if you don't have to leave your house, don't. Um, especially don't make it more hazardous for the people who have to because their jobs demand it they your emergency workers, power yeah. workers, gas line workers like they have to be on doctors nurses cops, firefighters like they have to be out there don't make their lives harder by traveling if you don't need to right um, so that was all I wanted to remind everyone of, but look at that look at how efficient we are oh god
1: and and wherever Julie is. <laughs> Out in this world, it was nice while we had you with us tonight.
0: <laughs> Godspeed, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for us this week, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy Martin Luther King Jr.'s yes. birthday this coming uh, Monday. And, um, do something nice for someone that you wouldn't normally, and have a little bit of patience for them because that's what he would want. So, human. Be yep. a, yeah, don't be a dick. Be a dick. Yeah, take a break. Don't be a dick for a weekend. All right, bye. Bye. Fierce Fam Media.